0: Hello, welcome to the Yarniax podcast. This is episode six, which we are recording on Monday, March 19th, 2012. Welcome, I'm Gail. And I'm Charlene. We're going to start with what are you wearing? And Charlene gets to kick us off. Okay, what am
1: I wearing? I am wearing a sweater that I knit a couple of years ago called the Mondo Cable Cardi. It is written by Bon Marie Burns. And it's a cardigan with lots of options. <laughs>
0: you can, It's true. Yeah.
1: You can make sleeves long, short, collars tall or shorter, um, length. There are cropped versions. There are longer versions. You can fasten it at the collar. You can fasten it in the middle. It's just one of those Very sweaters. Very Yeah. I think there's about 500 projects on Ravelry. So you can see different fastenings and yarn options. And I've worn it, I used to wear it a lot more than I've worn lately. I haven't worn it a lot, but I put it on today specifically because when I knit it, I made the big collar and it's chilly today and the collar feels really good. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) so that's why I selected to wear it today. What are you wearing?
0: I am wearing drum roll, please! I am <laughs> so excited. I am wearing my Laika sweater by The Teague. I finished it. I did hand sew in my own zipper. Thank you to Bon Marie Burns, whose zipper tutorial I followed for. Um, yeah, I've never right. done it before, so I used her tutorial. It's funny you chose a sweater so of hers shout to wear outs today. To bon <laughs> yeah, thank you. She's also known as Chic Knits on Ravelry. So. Sewed in my zipper, which was easier than I thought it was going to be. So anyone who's been intimidated by a zipper, please don't be because it's not as horrendous as I thought. So very, very pleased with the results. I adore this sweater. I am the kind of person who lives in yoga pants and hoodies. So this is a hoodie. It's long sleeve. I actually made the sleeves long enough that I can pull them down over the back of my hands to keep my hands warm. Charlene pointed out that it would be a perfect use of a thumb hole in a sweater. So I am going to knit this sweater again, and it will have thumb holes in the next version. I just can't recommend this pattern highly enough. It looks really flattering on. It's cute. It's comfortable. I just love it. I love everything about it. Oh, my gosh. It is awesome. (laughs) <laughs> so I kind of snuck in a what have you finished in the what I am wearing category. And this is the first, it's its debut wearing. It's the first time I've worn it because I did just finish the zipper this weekend and thought to myself, I will wear it for the first time to record the Charlene. Yeah, seriously, so it seemed like the right thing to do. she
1: walked in, I just, oh, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. And I think it just bumped up to the top of my queue because I have wanted to make it. And I've actually swatched for it. But started something else this week instead, but now
0: I'm rethinking that. <laughs> yeah, any of you who were considering stalking the Laika pattern by Ysolde Teague, double needles up for me. Yeah, definitely.
1: What are you stocking lately, Charlene?
0: <laughs> okay, two
1: things this week. One is a pattern from Pam Allen, which was printed in the classic elite yarns book called Winter Whimsy. And I believe it's a couple years old. I couldn't find a date on it, but I. It's It's at least a couple years old. Yeah. We just. We were in the yarn store and we found a couple of copies and pulled it out. And now several people at the store want to make this sweater. And it was the cover sweater. And it's called the Montera Embroidered Button Jacket. And it's kind of a little sweater. Coat like co- sweater. Yeah, yeah, yeah jacket like sweater. Very, very cute. Made in a bulkier yarn called Montera, from which the name of the sweater is taken, which is a 50% llama and 50% wool. So it's super warm. I, I don't have that yarn and you know I didn't even look. To Can you get it at were... the shop? Probably but I have a plan. Oh <laughs> let's hear. Cascade had a yarn which they are not making anymore but they had one for many many years called Pastaza which was the same exact fiber content 50% llama 50% wool. I happen to have an old sweater. That ah. I do not wear anymore, made out of pastaza. And it's just an old hoodie. It was dropped shoulder, sewn together in pieces. And I haven't weighed it yet. I'm going to have to weigh it to see how much yardage approximately is there. But my plan right now is when I finally do rip that sweater to turn it into... The Montero
0: sweater. And that's a really cute sweater. Doesn't it have like reverse construction where it's vertical in one part and horizontal? Yeah. yeah you
1: knit cute. the bottom, the skirt part. The skirt part. Thank you. In a different direction and then you pick up stitches along that for the body. Mm-hmm. So it looks
0: fun. It, it looks does look cute. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I've always admired that sweater. Yeah. Because I have yeah. that booklet
1: too. Yeah. The second thing I'm stocking is called favorite hoodie by Wendy Bernard from her book Custom Knits 2. And as you know from the last episode, I do like a lot of the Wendy Bernard Mm -hmm. patterns and sweaters. And so I've just been stocking the favorite hoodie, partially because of the pattern, partially because there's some Misty Alpaca Tonos Worsted. The yarn that I showed you last, Mm -hmm. uh, last week, I've been... Looking at this yarn on the shelf at the Swift Stitch, thinking that I really want to make something out of it. And there's several colors that I like.
0: They're gorgeous. Gorgeous, jewel gorgeous, tones. gorgeous oh, They're jewel stunning. Tones.
1: But I had narrowed it down to a pink and, a, I don't know, it sounds so... Bland, just to say a pink and a purple, but it's not really a pink and it's not really a purple. Yeah, they're deep jewel tones and they're very varied tonals on tones. Yeah, it's like a sophisticated jewel tone, yeah, I would call it. Yeah, just stunning colors. Yeah, both of them. And I've been holding both, walking around last week, holding them up to people. Which one is better? Which one is better? She should choose pink. We all think she should choose pink. So, yeah, so I think the, the pink tonal. Pink jewel tones is the winner at this point, And I am considering it for favorite hoodie. And it's beautiful yarn. It I can't wait gorgeous. to see you knit with it so that I can be the second in line. Yeah,
0: yeah. And Gail, what are you stocking? Well, when I was writing up my, my show notes, I thought to myself, I've been too busy knitting to stock. But then once I started thinking about it, oh, okay, I have been stocking for a few things. Hats for our friend Kelvin. We just oh, found out yeah. that a really good friend of ours is going to be going through chemo, and he's always been bald, so when I told my husband I want to knit a hat for him, my husband looked at me, and he said, well, why are you going to start now? He's always been bald, and he said, well, it's just, just, it's the gesture, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I have
1: seen him wear hats many times. I know, (laughs) I know he wears them,
0: but I've been looking for something very plain, because he always wears plain beads, so that's been, you know, I want to do something intricate and capable great, but... He's not that kind of guy, so I'm going to go with something mellow and just straight up kind of calm for him. So hats was the top of my list. I'm also stalking, I have three skeins of Madeline Tosh Air Light yarn in the Colorway Volga, which is another... Mm -hmm. I would call it a jewel-toned purple that is a sophisticated purple. It's tonal. It has a lot mm-hmm. of variation going on in it. Well, not It's not variegated because I tend away from variegated yarns, but it has a lot of tonal quality to it. And there are lots of different sweaters that I've been thinking I wanted to knit with it, but I think I'm going to go with Candelia by Cecily Glowick mcdonald Oh, yay. Charlene has a Candelia. I love that That's sweater. really, really cute. It's really cute. And just, it would be perfect as a summer or just a, when it's slightly chilly out and has a cute little peplum. And yes. So that's I what love I'm that thinking. I always get lots of compliments on it. People love the little peplum. It is back. cute. Yeah. It's really cute. Yeah. It's a nice little design feature. Yeah. And I'm also stalking projects for the Aspen Sock. Western Sky knits yarn I bought Mm -hmm. at Stitches. Mm -hmm. And as I told Charlene when I walked in wearing my new Laika sweater, (laughs) I said, you know what? As soon as I put this on yesterday, zipped it up for the first time, my first thought was, I need to knit another one of these right away because this is the kind of thing I wear day in and day out. And I rationalized with myself and said, Gail, you should really wear this one for a while. Make sure you like it before you cast on for another one. So I'm gonna give it at least a week, see how I like it, and then I think that's gonna be the aqua yarn is gonna be another leg. Nice. That'll so be really nice. That's what I've been stalking. Okay. What are you knitting lately?
1: Well I have started a new project. Actually I've started two, but one of them I started right after the last episode and then promptly put that one aside for this <laughs> one. <laughs> you know how that goes. Yes I do. So the one that I've been working on furiously for for, for only for the weekend is called The Traveling Sweater. And it's a pattern by A. Karen Alfke from Blue Moon Fiber Arts, published in April 2010. And I tried on the sample sweater at Stitches two years ago. Mm -hmm. So that would have been Stitches 2010. 2010. No, 2011. Yes, February 2011. And bought the pattern there. And... Never picked yarn for it. Never right. found yarn for it. Remember, they the Blue Moon Fiber Arts booth was completely sold out right, of, of the, the yarn yeah, the that recommended was recommended for the sweater, which is something called Woo Boo because it's I think fifty percent wool and fifty percent bamboo. It's a close mix. I, I can't mm-hmm. remember if it's fifty fifty, but it's called Wuboo. Boo. They were sold out of it, and I have never seen it anyplace else. So I had been stocking it over the past year, off and on, trying to pick a replacement yarn. And I finally decided to try the Baroque Ultra Alpaca Light, which is also a combo yarn. It's 50% wool, 50% alpaca. Um, so it's a little bit different in fiber content. And um, some people had asked me why I sub yarns and how I pick yarns. Mm-hmm. So I just, you know, the the first reason that I'm subbing yarn in this place or on this occasion is number one because I couldn't find the other wool, and other reasons can vary from color selection to price. You know, some yarns cost more than you want to spend. Some yarns just don't feel right to you. There's all kinds of reasons for sub yarn, Drape. Yeah. 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 And so in this case, I just looked at what the bamboo and the wool would be like a fairly drapey yarn. And I'm hoping and thinking that the alpaca and wool combo will have a similar, yeah, yeah. a similar drape. Um, Um, it should. Alpaca it's, provides think, the same
0: type of drape.
1: Yeah, I think it will. I'm using a gray called Salt and Pepper, which I really like. It's so pretty. Was, it's a
0: charcoal gray. Yeah, so that nice. was
1: another appeal. There was a color that I was really drawn to in this yarn. The weight was right. Similar fiber
0: characteristics.
1: So I'm I'm hoping for the
0: best. <laughs> this yarn, it looks like it's... I don't want to call it fuzzy because it's not fuzzy, but it has a halo to it, a slight halo that I don't remember bit. the Wubu having.
1: No, I don't think it did. And this one is really slight, I, probably just because it's only a 50% alpaca con- fiber content. But it's just really soft, really nice, and well-priced yarn, too, which yeah, is another consideration an because... This particular sweater, I need a lot of yarn. I remember that. It's a big sweater. I think I, I can't remember. Maybe I haven't talked about this sweater on the podcast before. I don't think you have. But it has a big collar, which, oh, it was Pole that I was saying had a big collar last week. Similar to Pole, this sweater, the traveling sweater, has a big collar that you can wear wide or thin. There are people that have turned the collar into a hood. Lots of ways to wear it, and if you've seen the series of books, The Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, that's where the tra- the name Traveling Sweater comes from. It's the sweater that looks good on, on many women. Yes. Yeah.
0: And Similar there's... to the knit swirl true, patterns we were true. talking about on yeah, the last episode. Yeah, very true.
1: And, let's see, the other project that I have been knitting is called the Ginkgo Shoulderette Shawl, which is by... Maggie McGauley, and it was published in January of two thousand and eleven and it is a free pattern that I found through ravelry.
0: yay, for free
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> Always and love that. exactly, and there are approximately a thousand projects on ravelry, so there are a lot to look at, and anybody who knows the shawls I like to knit, I tend to pick shawls with leaves yep. I really do. And the ginkgo leaf is one of my favorite leaves to look at, I think it's pretty. And this shawl, I'm knitting it in a sock in the ochre colorway, which is a gold. There's no other way to say it, it's gold. It's not a yellow yellow, not like a honeybee yellow, but it's, it's a really gold
0: color, and I think it's going to look great in leaves. So I can't wait to see it. <laughs> I haven't even seen the work in progress That's right. I haven't
1: pulled it out. It's in the bag, sitting over there, so I'll pull it 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 out later. later. Minutes, I expect. I'll I'll pull it out in a little bit. Um, How
0: about you, Gail? What are you knitting? I have been knitting a new shawl called the Ballerina Shawl. And after our last episode, we were talking about fickle knitter Michelle Miller who donated her book, Leaves, to us, and I was scoping out all of her patterns, stalking them, you might say, (laughs) and there was actually a shawl I had been admiring called the ballerina shawl, and in all the pictures, it looks so pretty because there's a graceful ballerina wearing it, it's tied around her waist, and it looks so beautiful. Very nice
1: pattern photography. Yeah, the
0: photography is Mm -hmm. amazing. And while I was admiring the shawl, I thought to myself, but Gail, it's never going to look on you the same way it looks on her. So come on, get real. But then I discovered that it was a pattern by Michelle Miller Fickle Knitter. And I thought, oh my gosh, now it's a sign. I just have to knit the shawl. The timing was... Was amazing. It was uncanny. (laughs) we had
1: just talked about Yeah, within
0: 24 hours, I made the
1: connection. Well, and... Also, I think about the time we were recording was when the pattern was appearing on the top 20 right. patterns in Ravelry.
0: So top it's been released cute. in yeah. the last two or three weeks. It's yeah. a very new pattern. It's really beautiful. It's fingering weight yarn is what's called for, and I'm actually knitting it with Madeline Tosh Air Light. That's E-Y-R-E Light, which is a silk merino alpaca blend, and I'm knitting it in the colorway Logwood which is a very beautiful purple that actually has little tints of pink in it as Mm -hmm. well. It is so pretty. I love this knit. It's easy to follow. The pattern is extremely well written. The main body of the shawl is chart B, and you repeat chart B, which is only 10 lines. You repeat that, I think, nine times, and then you knit the border onto the shawl, Perpendicular to oh, okay. the body. So it's, I've never done that before, so I'm looking forward to that. And really, I just, it's one of those it knits fun. where as you're knitting it, you're just smiling because the yarn feels good <laughs> in your hands and it's a pretty color yeah. and this lace pattern is unfolding in front of you. Oh, and nice. it's just been a delightful knit. So I'm very, very happy with that. And I almost forgot to mention, they are having a knit along for that shawl oh, yes. on the Fickle Knitter Ravelry Group. And that again i just stumbled on that when i was looking at the ballerina shawl as i was buying it on ravelry i noticed right in the description it said knit along click on this link and so i've joined the knit along and everybody over there is super friendly and i think that goes on until may 1st so if anyone's interested check it out the other thing i've been knitting is i started buttercup version (laughs) 2. so buttercup v2 has progressed beyond the separation for the sleeves And now I'm in the stockinette body portion where you just knit stockinette forever and ever and ever, and then eventually you do some increases, which is perfect because I have a lot of remote meetings where I actually sit at my desk in my house, sometimes in my pajamas, and (laughs) knit while conducting a meeting because there's nothing I need to do with my hands necessarily. So it's perfect knitting for that purpose. And... I'm loving version 2 as much as I loved version 1, only I think version 2 is going to fit, so it's Yay. a good thing. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> That's funny, we both started new shawls. I know, I'm <laughs> because I hadn't started a shawl in quite a long I haven't knit time. a shawl in a while either, yeah. but I had been itching to start one. And I'm thinking about
1: after I finish the Ginkgo Shoulder at Shawl. Possibly knitting a ballerina, but it will be after I finish. <laughs> I can go shoulder it shawl. You
0: heard it first here, folks. After there are several shawls that I have in my queue that I'm already thinking. Oh, when this is done, I'm going to start. You yeah, but I'm yeah. already scheming for which ones I'm going to do next. I guess it's the spring. Too. It is. I think it's so that too. Spring feeling. You want something light. Yeah, to knit. I'm convinced that yeah. must be what it is. Yeah. But there are also three other things knitting related that I've done this last week or two that I wanted to mention. One, following Charlene's stellar example, I took a hat that I had knit called the Cloudy Day Beret by Alana Daykos, which, it's a a great pattern, it's a beautiful hat, but it has baubles on the hat. And every time I put the hat on, I thought I looked ridiculous because of these (laughs) little baubles sticking out all over the top of my head. And it sat on my desk for literally months, not being worn, not being photographed, just sitting there. And I thought... Oh, I'm gonna rip this out and repurpose the yarn. So I did, and I was very excited to be part of the repurposing yarn club. So oh,
1: did you take a picture of
0: it before
1: you I did. It I took out? a
0: picture before, during the ripout, and then a picture of the yarn while it was in this poofy pile, still really kinky, yeah. and then a picture of the yarn after I washed it and dried it. But it still is kind of kinky, so I think I need to wash it again and weight it down more. So here's a question. Did you put the pictures that you took of the hat on your pattern
1: page on Ravelry and then mark it as a frog?
0: Uh, Yeah I can't remember. I'll double check. I I... will mark it as a frog. I meant to and I don't know if I have yet. (laughs) Because
1: you know for a long time if I frogged things or started them I would never go back and mark it as a frog. I would just delete the project oh I've never deleted a rivalry. project I don't think. or I would just not put it in you know if, right. if, if the yarn and the pattern didn't work so yeah I, I've always wondered where's the board you know if you if you just are trying
0: a yarn with a project is it a frog or you know. so the way I typically do it is as soon as I've started a project I'll take a picture and put it you know mark it as um Cast on or whatever it is in Ravelry. You're so good. (laughs) Well, I just, I like being able to see my project page and see a picture and not just a blank square because then I I don't have the visual cue. So I'm just pretty diligent about doing that. So that's, I know it was the Cloudy Day Beret project was already in my projects. Right. So now I have to go back and fix the fact that it's frogged and not a finished project. (laughs) And the two other things I did worth mentioning is I actually added a crocheted reinforcement to a sweater, which we'll talk about later, mm-hmm. and I knit the Carnaby skirt, which was in a knitty epi- episode, a knitty magazine, magazine. thank you, a few, probably a little over a year ago, and the skirt kept slipping off of me. It was growing, the waistline was growing, and it wouldn't stay in place. So I knit an attached eye cord at the waist, at the recommendation of Tanya, a.k.a. Yarnosaurus, And so far, it seems to work. I wore it the other day. You guys saw it at the shop. And it did not fall off of me throughout the day. So I think I actually rescued that skirt into something that can be worn. So we'll put links to the tutorials I used for those items on the show notes. Have you finished anything since the last episode?
1: What have I finished? I've finished only very small things. I knit... Four heart washcloths. Those
0: are cute. I saw your picture. Yeah.
1: (laughs) They're really cute, really simple. And these are basketball game knitting. I'm at the gym several nights a week with one or both of my boys for basketball practice or games. And so I've been knitting the washcloths, and I also did two crochet scrubbies. Crochet scrubbies are super easy to travel with because I don't need a pattern. It's the hook. And... So I've got a little backstock of crochet scrubbies now.
0: Nice. See, and
1: we do crochet in addition to knitting. Yes, we do. (laughs) And the last thing that I finished, it's not finished in a knitted sense because I actually finished the knitting last December, but it was finally gifted to the recipient, who is my mom. I made her a little pattern called Seven Circles although this one I only made five circles because I wasn't sure if my mom was quite into the Seven Circles thing. <laughs> the look. <laughs> the look, yes. Seven Circles is a free pattern by Kirsten Johnstone, published in June of 2009, and it is a necklace slash uh,
0: neck warmer. cowl yeah.
1: slash neck warmer A unique little piece, some people call it an art piece, because some people have taken it and sewn on beads or charms, there's all kinds of different looks for Mm -hmm. it, you can make it in a solid, you can make it in a yarn like Noro, and it will have very different looks. Check it out on Ravelry, because there's all kinds of projects, but... For this particular one, I I really wasn't sure if my mom would be open to the whole seven circles look. (laughs) So I started it, and I was sure I was going to give it to her. And then I thought, well, maybe I'll just do five circles. And so what happened was when I was over her house... I wore the one that you gave me. Yes I knit one and gifted it to Charlene for Christmas. Gail knit me one and it was in pink pop rocks from Madeline Tosh and I love this thing because if I'm wearing I have a black puffy vest that I wear a lot and you wear this pink pop rocks with it and it just pops Pops. as the name (laughs) says and you just feel good and it's this Great color to have around my face. I, I just love it. But anyway, I wore it to my mom's house. And of course, my mom loved it on me. Excellent. And I said, look, mom, I just happened to have one in a nice gray color that I know she would appreciate. And she loved it. Good. And she loved it. She loved it. And she ended up wearing it to her craft group the following week. And everybody there loved it. Oh, wants fun. the pattern and supposedly they were going to knit up their own versions during the week and I'm going to have to call her this week and see if anybody actually made one. So that's fun. Yeah, though. it's interesting because sometimes I've noticed that you make a pattern or you give something away and then somebody else will pick up the pattern and mm-hmm. say, "Oh, I have to make it." And then people around
0: them have to make it, it's, it's... and they told two friends. Yeah, and exactly. They told two friends exactly. And so on. It's a really fun.
1: It's an interesting little pattern. So
0: that is really a good story. Yeah. you've got to love people who are good recipients of hand knit and handmade exactly. gifts.
1: Exactly. And knit. one of these days we'll have to talk about our families and how we got into crafting because my mom is a major major crafter and i get all this from her and my grandmother as well
0: as do i my mother and my grandmother (laughs) and all of my aunts are big time crafters and we have family craft days and yeah
1: we both talk about that occasionally oh my mom knit this or my mom did that so yeah it's very fun fun. my mom's a ravelry person too
0: (laughs) so i gotta love that hi mom okay so gail what have
1: you finished well obviously i finished late (laughs) again
0: because i'm wearing it i'm so excited and also another drum roll i am so excited i finished the knitting on mike's emelian sweater i am so excited i actually finished the last little bit this morning i had to sew down the I-cord edging that I put on the pockets, pockets. and then I blocked it this morning, so wow. I'd be able to say that it is finished when I got here. So I have to wait for it to dry so I can measure it for the zipper, order the zipper, sew it in, and he'll be wearing it. Wow. So he tried it on yesterday when it was completely finished except for the little pocket edging, and he likes it, and my rotten children said, it looks girly. <laughs> <laughs> He and I don't think it looks girly, though, but it was just one of those, you know, after that's all the effort the instan- I put into it. Yeah, that's one of the instances where
1: you just silence the children, give them the look, <laughs> and then
0: later, out of earshot of husband, tell them, don't ever say that again. <laughs> no, it actually, it was funny. We laughed at them, and they laughed at us, and then they probably called us old, so... <laughs> but I'm so, so excited to be done with Amelia. Not that it was a bad knit in any way whatsoever, but have you ever had a knit that was kind of an obligation knit where you'd rather be knitting something else, but this is kind of hanging over you and you feel like you must knit on it and nothing else.
1: Yeah, you know, sometimes gifts are like Mm -hmm. that. Not always, but sometimes they can It's that whole idea of Obligation knitting, yeah. You know, I think it's a lot easier to knit gifts if, if the people recipient don't know about. doesn't yes, know. That's the thing, yeah. If, if you don't have a timeline yes. and the recipient isn't waiting or watching, exactly.
0: <laughs> but I couldn't do that with Mike because fit was really important. Yeah. I didn't want yeah. him to end up with something that he wasn't going to like, wasn't going right. to fit, anything like right. that. But again, I loved, loved, loved the yarn, it's Madeline Tosh. DK twist in onyx which is a black not a true black it has some um, tonal qualities to it but it's a wonderful yarn I loved knitting with it the sweater turned out fabulous I'm super proud of my cable modifications and stuff that I did and I think the other reason that it got a little bit tedious is because of course when you knit a sweater for a man There's a lot more knitting than if you knit a sweater for yourself. (laughs) My husband is not a big guy, but still that I think that was a big of yarn. Yeah, Yeah, it was that's a big sweater. There was a lot of knitting going on. And plus I had to rip some of it and you know, had to start on the first sleeve three no four times before I finally got it right. So not to mention the pocket. Exactly, ripping it out for the pocket. So that was my own dumb fault. So (laughs) (laughs) So yes, Laika and Emilienne both are done. I am so, so happy. And then in a celebration, I decided to swatch a couple things last week. Mm -hmm. I swatched for the opposite pole sweater by Joji Locatelli, which I'm definitely going to knit. And I swatched for Fuse. So I took the DK twist that I used for Mike's sweater, and Mm -hmm. I swatched for Fuse. And I blocked both of those swatches this morning, and I think they're both going to work. I think I have the right size and everything. So now I know... As soon as I finish my shawl, I can cast on my next sweater. I'm ready to go. I'm very excited. (laughs) Good planning. When we first started the podcast, I mentioned that I would open some polls in our Ravelry group asking you to vote about what finished object Charlene and I have both knit Mm -hmm. that you wanted to hear us talk about. So today we'd like to talk about the Rocky Coast Cardigan, which got the most votes by a landslide (laughs) out of the cardigans that we listed. So Charlene... Tell us about your Rocky Coast experience. Well, first I want to just repeat. The pattern is called Rocky Coast Cardigan.
1: It's written by Hannah Fettig, and it was published in 2011
0: as part of the Coastal the Knits Coastal collection Knits between collection. Hannah Fettig and Alana Daykos. It's a great book. I highly recommend it. And can
1: you buy the pattern individually? No, you can Okay, so you can only buy the pattern as part of the book, and... It is only available as a hardcover book, right? Or right. is it available
0: as an ebook? No, no, only no, a hardcover okay. book. So just a hardcover book. But it is beautiful. I think this is one book. It's worth the, the I don't even think it's extra money, but it's worth the money to have the hard copy. It's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful.
1: It really is. So I knit my sweater in Malabrigo Rios. I think she does list malabrigo worsted as the alternate yarn. I think yarn. she does too, but I'm not sure. But 100% I used sure. Rios, which is the similar yarn but it has a little bit of a twist and it is a superwash yarn. And the colorway I used is called Pearl Ten, which is a purpley gray color. It's pretty kind very, of very pretty. Tonal from a very slightly purpley mm-hmm. to gray not right. a huge variation like it could Slight. almost change depending on the light you're in yeah. is it gray is it purple? yeah is it exactly it purple? exactly exactly and i knit the size 40 which was unusual for me to knit that size but i did go by the schematics which as i don't know gail has gail will probably talk about this too but i found a couple of the sizing issues, a little problematic, but um, it was an enjoyable knit. Oh yes, I knit it. I knit mine fairly quickly because I was recovering from a medical procedure, and so I had a week where I was pretty much recuperating and had I to be knit. sitting down yeah. and relaxing. And so I knitting knit time. mine during that week, and it was a really enjoyable, fun, fun knit and. The mulberry
0: Rio, so soft and wonderful and squishy to Mm -hmm. work with. (laughs) What are your thoughts? I knit mine in Miss Babs Yowza What a Skein, which is worsted weight superwash yarn. And I chose the colorway Monochrome Pewter, which is also a gray. And very funny, I walked into the yarn store where Charlene (laughs) works, which is called the Swift Stitch, I walked in last week wearing my Rocky Coast right. cardigan, and two of the women sitting there in knitting group looked at me and they said, "Oh, you're wearing Charlene's sweater." <laughs> I said, "No, this is my sweater." So the colors are very similar, although similar, mine doesn't yeah. have the purple. Yours doesn't in have it. the purplish tint. No. no, but I was worried initially that my yarn was too dark. To show off the pattern because the pattern is an all-over cable pattern. I was worried about that too. Yeah and it's not yeah. it was not a concern at all once no. it was finished and I even asked my 12-year-old daughter this morning I said okay now that Dado, my husband's sweater is finished it's time to pick one for you and she said oh well, I want the one like yours that has cables all over it oh, so I think she was referring nice. to Rocky Coast. Yeah I think and, there's
1: something about the fact that the cables are just all over, and they're not really intricate cables. No, it's, not it's, at all. They're not bulky cables. Yeah, and it's almost just a pattern than a you know because it's the same pattern repeated right. over and over. It's
0: almost not quite. And I think it's a slimming pattern too because of the vertical cables and because yeah. they're not bulky, it actually I think makes my figure look more streamlined. Yeah. And squat, so, so
1: since they're all over, it, the Even dark the sleeves, yarn doesn't detract from it in
0: any way, I feel. And then the collar, you pick up stitches all around the sweater for the um, collar, which I knit Mm -hmm. wider than the pattern called for because I just wanted to keep using my yarn. And I I tend to like to pull my cardigans closed, so I wanted more um, space or I wanted it to pull together in the front because it's not designed for Right. This cardigan is not actually
1: designed for the front's to, to meet. meet. Correct. So if you do want more of that in the front... More coverage, you more could More coverage yeah. in the front, then you can knit the... button. It's not a button band. It's not a button no band. It's a yeah. collar. It's a, yeah, you can knit that wider. You may not want more bulk around your neck, so you may want to, you know... Short play rows with or it. something. Yeah,
0: play with it a little bit. But I also found the same thing Charlene did. Because the schematic... the arm diameter (laughs) is not in proportion to the rest of the pattern so in order to knit a sleeve diameter that will fit your arm you have to knit a bigger body of the sweater and the designer Hannah Fettig has commented on that on her blog so she knit one for herself and she talked to her technical editor and did agree that the schematic was off you know the not the schematic but that the pattern the, was sizing the sizing was, there we off. Go, was off. Yeah, because
1: since I knit mine, other people have wanted to make one and they came to me not knowing what size to make because I had warned them, I said, you probably want to make a bigger size. So when it came time for them to pick the size, I told them to measure their arms mm-hmm. and pick a size based on their arm because the size sweater that I thought that I would make had 9-inch arms right. on the original version of the pattern, and I don't have buff arms, and my arms are not <laughs> tiny enough to fit into a 9-inch nine nine circumference. Inch. Yes. Right. So I bumped it up a size which worked fine, but since the author has new um, measurements and a new way to size the sweater... it that may have changed, so yeah, I haven't neither looked of us at have, it. Yeah, neither of us have revisited the pattern yeah, since Hannah yeah. posted her changes. So I may be able to
0: make a different size. Although I have to say, I'm pretty happy with the way the first one fits. So well, that's my maybe knitting catastrophe I wouldn't. <laughs> is that mine? I loved knitting with the yarn, and I would use the yarn again, but not for a sweater because it's mm. a superwash yarn and it is stretched out so much. Because I knit the collar wider, I know that there's more weight to my sweater than the pattern originally intended. Mm -hmm. However, it got to the point where the sweater grew so much across the back of my shoulders that it would not stay on my body. Mm -hmm. I would try to fasten it closed in the front, and it would still slide off of my shoulders. It was ridiculous. So I mentioned in an earlier part of the podcast that I started trying the crocheted reinforcement across the back of the collar. And I did that on the Rocky Coast last week, and my first attempt, I didn't do it tightly enough, so when I wore it, I still had it slipping off. Mm -hmm. So I tore that out and redid it a second time, where I actually skipped some of the stitches to cinch it in Mm -hmm. across the back of my Mm -hmm. neck, and it seems to be working better now, but I think I need to do it, I used the same yarn because I wanted it to match, but I think I need to do it in a different yarn that has no elasticity to it, and then I think it will stay on properly. But I do love the sweater. I will, I plan to knit it again, whether that's for my daughter and for myself or not. And I will use Miss Bab's uh, Yowza Weta Skein again as well. Just again, not for a sweater that has a lot of weight to it. Well, do you feel like the yoke was too long? No. No,
1: It fits me.
0: If it's not stretched out, it fits me just the way I like. So it's not super snug under the underarm, but there's no extra fabric. And it fits, like the collar fits around my neck if I pull it forward. It fits exactly how I want it to. It almost looks like a shawl collar on me. But as soon as I let go, it slides down the back of my shoulders and down my back. So it looks like it's a shawl instead of a sweater, which is, of course, not what I was (laughs) aiming for. So, Well, hopefully the crochet reinforcement will... Yes, because I love it. I mean, when I put it on, I wore it to the shop. Yeah. And I just love that sweater. The yarn is so soft and warm and just pretty. So
1: I really want to be able to wear it all the time. Yeah.
0: Would you make that sweater again? Absolutely. Yeah. So again, I will probably make it for Josie, and I will definitely make it for myself again if and when I find a yarn that I want to use. Right.
1: Yeah, and I think I would make it again for myself. The You know, I still have the picture... In my head of the sample sweater which is done in that creamy yarn and it looks so pretty yeah. and I keep thinking oh I kind of want one I, I don't a know a natural color yeah, yeah. And I don't know if I would ever really wear that color of a sweater it seems so impractical with Boys in I the know. house. And <laughs> my family, my
0: whole family, were very irresponsible with light colors, and we pretty much are banned from buying light colors because we stain them. Literally, I'll buy a white tank top, and my yeah. children will come up and put strawberries on right. or something. You right. know, it's inevitable. Right. But I used to have a natural color store bought sweater that I got from Old Navy that I loved, yeah. and I think I actually would wear it if I had it, but I'd be afraid to put it on because I'd right. be afraid to stain it. Is my problem. I probably would make it, but perhaps not in such an expensive That's choice true. of yeah, yarn. The, the recommended yarn, which I apologize, I didn't look up. I think is it Fiber Company. I think Organic. it is. I think, I think it, it is, too. is It is costly, but it is beautiful yeah. too. So, yeah. So yes, we would both make the sweater again. We highly recommend it. Just beware of the sizing issues regarding sleeves compared to the rest of the body. And if you knit it, we'd love to hear about it. We would. And again, just to review, that was Rocky Coast Cardigan by Hannah Fettig. From the Coastal Knits Collaboration. So to wrap up this episode, we do want to once again thank all of you wonderful listeners who have left us feedback, friended us on Ravelry, joined our Ravelry group, mentioned us on your own podcasts or videocasts, all of these And more you guys have been so wonderful and it's made our lives a happier thing so we thank you very very much and And, there and I do try
1: to friend people back so if I've missed anyone I apologize but one of the things I just want to mention that has been so fun is having all these new friends when you look at the friend activity activity, wow you see so (laughs) many new things this way so that has been really fun looking at everything that you our listeners have been faving and making and um stashing and yeah, yeah that I has agree. been
0: really fun it's I very love fun looking at all of however that. my cue has grown and grown, and grown. <laughs> <laughs> so it gets addicting it's like oh that's so pretty i think yeah. i need to add that to my cue too yeah but it's a whole other element of ravelry
1: that i hadn't really explored before because i didn't have as large of a group of friends as i do now so thank you very much for adding me to
0: your friends and allowing me to see what you're doing thanks everyone (laughs) so last episode we mentioned the book leaves which is a book of lovely patterns for one skein of yarn or less that was written by michelle miller also known as fickle knitter on ravelry and we asked you to leave a comment for episode five saying which of the patterns in the leaves booklet you would most like to knit and we will draw one person from the comments to win the book however we did not give you a date so (laughs) (laughs) we decided march 31st will be the cutoff and our next episode we will announce who wins that booklet and we learned that when we announce a contest We must also announce the end date. We learn something new about podcasting every episode. Thank you very much. Please leave a comment on our blog for episode five, telling us which of the patterns and leaves you'd most like to knit if you want to enter into the contest to win the booklet. And it's a great little booklet. I love the patterns. It is. And iTunes. Oh, yes. We
1: just want to mention that our little humble podcast was mentioned in the new and noteworthy section for hobbies.
0: Yay! On iTunes. We <laughs> were really surprised by that. So pleasantly surprised. Yeah. It's funny to give you guys a glimpse into what goes on in my house regarding the podcast, <laughs> I will be sitting there, you know, glancing at something in the computer, and all of a sudden I'll jump up and start hooting and say, oh my gosh, you guys, guess what, guess what? we're on New and Noteworthy, and everybody will run over, and what is it, mommy? So I get really excited about these things. Yeah, I do
1: too, I do too, and I even shot a little screenshot of it, which I'll post on
0: our blog. So thank you, all of you, for helping us become New and Noteworthy. Yes. Happy knitting, and we'll talk to you again the next episode. Bye-bye.
1: You can find us on iTunes at Yarniacs Podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at yarniacs.com. We have a growing Ravelry group, and you can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs. Goodbye and good knits!